Yeah. Yeah. Jark is, is a champion. the champion. Because yeah. Jark is the only one who has joined us once again today. Hello, everybody. This is Oz. I'm here with Jupe. I'm here with Bamps. This is the Without a Net 2020 Fantasy Football Week 10 recap. Wow, these games sucked. Well, that was pretty hello. all right. Hello. Hello. Happy to be here again. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. And um, I'm going to assume that Craig just doesn't like football? Apparently not. Uh, Craig. confirming Craig's pitch? Craig, Craig has, has not enjoyed football for, I think this is the fourth week in a row yeah. he's not arrived. Uh-huh. But so, what do you mean this week sucked? This what? week was great. <clears throat> this week was great. In terms of people won and people lost, I am I am not salty that I lost. Let me get that that uh, out of the way. I say these games sucked because we have one, two, three, four teams. Four four of these games mm-hmm. had teams that did not break a hundred points. That is that is pretty dismal. But we're week ten. There's only fourteen weeks in the season. Your team wow. is decimated not only by injury but by COVID. That's true. We did have a we had some serious blowouts this week as well. We had one close game. Everything else was decided by twenty points or more. Mm-hmm. So, so what are we going to talk about first? I guess we'll talk about the close game since I have Vamps here because it was the fight in cephalopods versus uh, Carol's Childer. It was slated to be close, and indeed it was. Yeah, it was back and forth, like, all week. Yeah. Uh, I started out strong with Nyhem Hines, who scored me 26 points. And he was expected to score 6.68, which demoralized Bamps until, like, Sunday, when he had... Gibson and Jones score him 45 points when they should have only scored him 20. So you were originally projected to win, I think, and then mm-hmm. um, the first point stuff came in, and it was like, oh, geez, this is, you know, you had one of your dudes that you mentioned score like mm-hmm. four times the amount of points that he was supposed to, which is like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then everybody else, with the exception of Myers and Jones on my team, underperformed. And some of them were serious. Like Ingram is so bad. I'm like, I'm I'm probably going to get rid of him just because he's not catching the ball. But your kicker. Yeah. Both of my bench. kickers. Both of my kickers. Like oh, if you had the one on the bench though, you'd uh I know, but but the thing the Definitely. thing of it is is Tyler Bass is nine percent rostered. Mm-hmm. Myers is forty six percent rostered. Yeah. So I went with the heavy. I I went with the heavy favored, and I lost. He still overperformed, which was good. It's just yeah, that was just a oof. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, oddly enough, you were projected originally to win by six points. And yep. uh, Bamps ended up beating you by five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was an excellent back and forth. It was a respectable mm-hmm. victory, and I t- tip my hat to you, Bamps. I accept your hat tipping. 
because let's face it, this was the only this as I said, this was the only close game this week. Yeah, the rest was. of them were mm. Mm. And there was a long time during uh Sunday afternoon into evening where it did not look like I was going to catch you. It was like, you know, twenty or thirty percent chance of winning and then the uh the Baltimore Patriots game came on. Yeah. And I had more uh more Ravens players than you did. Well, you also had the Patriots on D, whereas I had Baltimore on D. And so mm-hmm. one is always going to have points at the expense of the other in that case. It was kind of crazy how uh we both had players that were on the Ravens. We both had the defenses that were playing. Yeah. It was back and forth a lot. I remember the chat on Sunday. Bamps, you were screaming. You, it sounds you like something I do. At, at what he, the points he was putting up, and then it went back the other way. And I was, you know, saying, "Oh no, you're going to beat me now." And then it went back the other way, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, this it was. Game, it was back and forth, and every time I checked, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, that is that is not something we can say for any other match that week. No. Definitely not something you could say for any of the other games. They were all very much uh, well decided. Yeah. Uh, for example, your game versus Sakara, mm-hmm. Murder Skill Team. MS Snowflakes wins one fourteen to ninety two and a half. Uh, the original prediction. This will show you how both of our teams were just poor. Mm. Uh, original prediction was me winning at one thirty two over one twenty one. Yeah. We didn't come close to those points. Uh, you didn't. <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm looking at at the scores here and uh, Zakara had the unfortunate choice of fielding Drew Brees who scored 14 points and is now out mm-hmm. because of his ribs. Mm-hmm. Um Parker, four points. Fournette, four points. Cook, zero points. Nobody gave the poor guy the ball. Oh, he had two targets. He didn't catch either of them. So he scored zero points. Uh But it's the kickers. Gonzalez, 16 points. The kickers are doing great. It's because they adhere to uh, COVID guidelines. They stay away from everybody. So yeah, and then you had uh, you had more seventeen point six points expected to do twelve. Jacobs with twenty seven point six. Uh, you had some very strong performers, and your underperformers simply didn't underperform to the level that Zakaras did. That Zakaras did, and I did leave. Uh, I I should have put the NDD in. Mm-hmm. I, I I went with the Giants over Philly. For some reason, I just want to see Philly lose. I don't know why. You're not the only one. Don't worry. <laughs> but I, I, I won, so I'm not going to really be upset about it. Um, but yeah, uh, Sakara had that running back, uh, Scott, on the bench. Yeah. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have helped him. It only added nine more points. It, it still wouldn't have gotten him the win. But No. There... Put him in. Over, over uh, Fournette, it would have right. a few more points. 
So if he'd move Slayton to Parker spot, bench Parker, bench Fournette, put both of his running backs in, it would have been closer. I don't know if he would have had it. Yeah. Now, I do know, because he was lamenting, his quarterback situation has been dire. Oh, yes. And now he's lost his quarterback. Yeah, that sucked. The breeze went out. Yeah. And we're past the trade deadline, so no trades can be done. You and Bam- uh, Bamps and, and Zakar were talking about a trade, and I'm like, uh, guys, trade deadline's over. You'll have to drop quarterback. He'll have to pick it up. Now, I saw you did drop Stafford. Yep. But I don't know if he's picked him up yet. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll look I have at a, next week's game. I have an injury report from the Sioux. Breeze mm-hmm. has a collapsed lung. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, damn. (laughs) It's pretty serious. Wow. That that is very serious. Huh. Yeah, so Sakara needs to pick up a QB. You did drop Stafford for him to do that, so let's hope he does it and the Baron doesn't sweep him up in his greedy little quarterback hoarding hands. Well, the the Egg Baron is currently playing Battlefield One as of this as this recording. So Zakara, the second I get this out, get your ass on there and pick up Stafford. Do I'm it. I'm at him right now. All right. <laughs> get the get him before the Egg Baron does. Before the Egg Baron does. Speaking of the Egg Baron. Oh. 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 This yes. Is an interesting game. That is a a term for it. This was supposed to be with <laughs> less than half a point. Wanson's Jalapenos ranked second versus Sorcerers ranked number one. One twenty five, or one twenty four point nine nine to one twenty five point three. That's how close it was supposed to be. This was monstrous blowout in favor of Wanson's Jalapenos. A hundred and fifty to ninety seven. Crazy. Fifty three point blowout. What happened? Uh, he relied on Russell Wilson. I don't know if he's just, you know, rotating his QBs, but both QBs that were sitting on the bench did better than Wilson. Uh, and the Baron should have had one of them in. Uh, some really strong over his his uh, LA defense overperformed very well. Uh, Thielen, his wide receiver, over overperformed. Diggs, his wide receiver from Buffalo, overperformed. I mean, he. He had some good players, but the rest of the team just nope. did not show up. It's it's killer, because I, I remember we were throwing shade over Roethlisberger last week, mm-hmm. and now look at him, we'll score 60 points this week. Yeah, That's like two and a half players yeah. of points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look at his Denver D on the bench, negative four. Oh my god. Negative four, yeah. It, <laughs> and then Watson left nothing on the bench nothing. at all. Nothing. Like, not even scraps. Nope. But everybody just went uh, Aaron Rodgers, 40 points. Johnson, 20.6, 18.2 for Smith-Schuster. His two underperforming players were Henry at 11 over 16 and another Johnson. He's got Duke Johnson, that's why. Yep. At 5, 5.4 uh, over 13. Everybody else just twice the points necessary it's it's insane so yeah supposed to get 125 got 150 25 points over par two weeks ago wanson told us he's back he had just been busy but now he's back and he's managing his team and right here here you go yep he he benched all the right people he's paid attention 
His team did good for him, and oh, the Sorcerers, a bad beat. But still holding first place. But still holding first place. They are still 1-2. Oh. oh, I just shake my fist at the Egg Baron. I know. <laughs> you know, uh, talking about last season's champions, there's always Cookies Monsters, and this week they faced Scrappers Scrappers. Mm-hmm. This was projected to be another close game, 117.1 to 117.5 in Cookie's favor, and she did indeed win 125 to 97. You know, it's, it's these these some of these players are they're throwing quarterback numbers as a running back or a wide receiver. Oh yeah. Especially if you look at Carson Wentz only putting up 24 of his projected 35 points. Mhm. Which, you know, yeah. I'll take any chance I can to shit on the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's not a lot of... Uh, Scrapper's left some points on the bench, but not too many. That's just weird to see uh, quarterbacks underperform like this mm-hmm. game and the previous game by, like, almost 12 points each. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it absolutely is. Whereas Tom Brady, almost fifty points. I mean, it's not like Cookie needed the points, but her both of her QBs did fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't really leave anything on the table, from what I can see, other than Brady. Which, okay, it's great six point difference. But she already won. She didn't need those six points. So right. Yeah. But um, I think Scrappers put up a good. I mean, put up a good effort. It's just some of the players, some of the positions just failed him completely. His, his bench quarterback, Philip Rivers, didn't even do that well. He only scored 28 out of 35. Yeah. 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 So, so it would have only been four more points, which wouldn't have gotten him close to winning. Right. And Derek Carr, 16 points. 16 points. Did he end up hurt as well? No. He just wow. didn't do anything. Ugh. That's terrible. Yeah, just not not great. I mean, if he put his other D in, that would have been another six points, but still not enough to yeah come the deficit here. And and largely for these blowout wins, that's the case. Is no matter what the losing team is going to do, they just didn't have the points to catch up. Yeah, there was nothing they could do to to help themselves at all. Not um, one bit. And then and now now that leaves the the blowout of the week. Uh, uh, Seraph called it on Sunday that he was going to blow out of the week. And I was like, no, you're crazy. Other teams are going to end up with it. I was like, there's no way you're going to end. Hell, if Seraph wasn't right, that was the wrong end of a blowout of the week. Prophecy. (laughs) Originally favored to win 137 to 134. Cross Sepiotones regrettably loses versus Briscoe's Bruisers. 76.4 76.4 to 153.56. Wow. That is that is nearly an 80-point blowout. I, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say about this. Briscoe's had, uh, let's see, uh, Kamara put up 31 points. Swift, 23. Carlson, 15. 15 points, yeah. 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 There's Allen, her Buffalo quarterback, almost 50 points. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, 
just great performers. And even Seraph's bench looks bad. Yeah. Just his, his team fell on its face from orbit. And just to rub salt on the wound, even if you added his bench points to the points he earned in the game, he still wouldn't. He still wouldn't win. Yeah. He still wouldn't win. <laughs> that's that's terrible. Yeah. AJ Brown, two points, two point six. Yeah. I I do have a quick question here. Mm-hmm. Cobalt quarterback Baron has three on his team, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Briscoe also has three. Yeah. So she is also hoarding. What's your point? I'm just pointing out there that we should also throw grief her away. No, she is not a self-proclaimed egg baron. Oh, it's not my fault. She doesn't participate as much. On that. Look, this is this. <laughs> we are egalitarian shit posters. Okay. Exactly. We believe that all coaches are created equal, and it is only through the sweat of their brow that they win or lose. Except for the Egg Baron, who is hoarding all of the resources, as nobility tends to do. And he's sitting first place, so that's why we shit on him the most. Yeah. Do you not know how the playground operates? I do. I'm just trying to kick sand in people's faces. <laughs> okay. Well, feel free. Go, that's fair. Go bash Briscoe. Because she's third place, order. so, you know. She's third place when she's first place. We'll shit on her for hoarding QBs. Yeah, you know, it's the the standings are impressive. I didn't think I was going to be as close to Cookies Monsters as I am, but I'm back down to ninth. You're back. You <laughs> I'm I'm back out of the bracket. Whew, that was close You're back call. Back home. Back home. I was got a little scary up up high in that. Uh, was my wings were melting. Down. I want to go back down. Go my home. wings were melting in the uh, in the shining the shining beacon of eighth place. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so so now we have one, two, three, four teams at five and five. We have four, four teams, teams at four and at six. Four and six. Yeah. And we and, have two teams at seven and three. Yep. And that's first and second. So we'll see what happens. Um Bams, I really need you to 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 beat the sorcerers this weekend. Yep. If I if... mean, mm-hmm. maybe. And and I need to do what I can to beat uh, Wansons. Mm-hmm. It looks like a close game. I'm you know a point difference. Uh, I I could have matched them on points, but I decided to go with my gut, and I I I did roster some players that were projected to do less, but they were, again, higher percentage rate of being rostered. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Oz, you're going against Seraph's Cross Sepia Tones. I, I am indeed. He is projected to beat you. I assume you've done all you can for your team. Um, hmm? There are a few more things I can do in that I have got three players on injured reserve I need to get rid of. I think I've been holding out hoping that Gaskin was going to come back, but at this point, we're at week 11. Mm-hmm. I just I just need to drop my inactive players. It's not like it's going to matter, I think, 
but I may as well give it a shot anyway. Okay, okay. Um, I think once Zakara drops Breeze and picks up Stafford, that's going to put him more in line uh, to beat Cookie this week. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully he can crawl out of 10th. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, you don't hope for it. Uh, you know, I go to tenth. It's nineteen points separate me and Zakara. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I hope he does make ninth because I have no problem being at the bottom of this totem pole because it's entertaining. Uh-huh. But I'm also doing it with a potentially a five-six record, which is a hell of a lot better than I ever expected from Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah, Yahoo totally said at the beginning of the season that you'd be lucky to see two wins. Yeah. Yeah, they were wrong. You've seen four, so. Absolutely. Yahoo knows nothing. And I, I Yahoo said, I did fantastic in the draft, and look at me. I am middle back. Sitting yeah, forward. it is just one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last game this weekend is is going to be an interesting uh, game because the the two competing teams live in the same household. So it's it's going to be a real bowl game. We're going to see who has bragging rights. Scrapper scrappers against Briscoe's Bruisers. No, oh, yes. Yes, husband and wife to see who's going to be the best coach in the house. This is the game. That that is the game. <laughs> he is uh, scrapper. Scrappers is projected to win right now by just a slim four points. But as we've seen, Briscoe's team does have a lot of overperformers in it. That so they do. <laughs> we may see, uh, we may see that that change quite a bit over the weekend. Um, but all right. So if one of you have to pick, who's going to end up with the blowout? Of the week, I want a prediction. Who's going to have the blowout game? And be Margaret's kill team versus Cookies Monsters. Ooh. And I'm not saying this because Margaret's kill team has had a terrible season. (laughs) I'm saying this because Cookies Monsters has a habit of just dropping a nuke from orbit just to be sure even if yeah it's the only way it's the only way and i i don't know what it is but even though cookie has not yet set her team because four bath or kicker from the la fuck stand chronicle is on injured reserve but just it's it's already projected to be in her favor by about 15 points and i think it's just going to get worse because sakara has not yet picked up his qb well hopefully he picks up stafford and i think that's going to bring him more in line but you still think cookie's going to end up with the bo- the blowout i think so wow because that's it would be right. it would be far too unbelievable if it was me with patrick mahomes <laughs> Okay. We'll just trade me Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Mm. No, the deadline's passed. Yeah, Damn. Great. He'd have to drop it, and then you'd have to hope nobody else picked it up, like me, who watches it like a hawk. 
Seth and well, Warriors. week 12. <laughs> Next week is the end of the regular season, is it not? No, it's 14. That's it, 14 regular season for fantasy. I had explained this. Oh, there it goes. The other day. There's 17 total weeks in the NFL season. 14 of those games are used for the fantasy football regular season. The final three are the playoffs for fantasy football. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, it does make okay. sense. It did make sense to Grafa, and I stopped trying to explain. So that's fine. It's just when I was checking it on my phone, it would go down to week 12, then it wouldn't go any further to see the rest of the weeks until finally I forced it and said, oh, yeah, here's the rest of the weeks. So, oh, okay. Because uh, what I was going to say is... It's Yahoo saying, you know what, don't even bother looking. You're not going to... Right. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, you know what, Yahoo, you're right. At the end of week 12, I was going to drop Mahomes and see... And I was just, I was just announce it, drop it, and watch the feeding frenzy. No, don't announce it. Just drop it and see. Just do it quietly. See who's paying attention. Because I'll tell you right now, who's paying attention? It's the person that gets a notification every time somebody does a move. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> I'm the commissioner. I'll count to three before I pick him up. I'll give everybody a fighting chance. I don't think that counts as a fighting chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bamps, who's going to have blowout of the week? Who's going to be the on the winning side of that? Uh, I need to double check one thing. Oh, look at him. Yeah, I need to look at the Eagles schedule. See who they're playing this week. It's like, who <laughs> is playing Browns? Philadelphia? Wow, the Browns are 6-3! and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it will be... Uh, I think it will be... The, the Briscoe's Bruiser Scrapper Scrappers thing, because I expect Carson Wentz to bomb because he's Carson Wentz. That's fair. That's fair. But you think Briscoe's going to end up with the the with the uh, two in a row blowout of the week? Maybe. I I well, do not put it past thing. the possibility. Okay. That's your prediction, though. Briscoe Bruisers. Yeah. Okay. All right. I am going to say I apologize, but I am going to say Cross Sepia Tones is going to be on the better side of a blowout this week. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, he's due, but then again, this week, he, I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be overjoyed to see him score more points this week than he did last week. And I realize that's a very low bar. <laughs> We'll see, because, I mean, if, if his team, you know, basically shits the bet again for a second week in a row, you're going to win. Yeah. And I'll be proven wrong, which I'm often wrong, and I'm okay with that. But if I'm right, it's really probably not a, a, a huge, like, you know, prophecy to, to pick that you're going to lose. Right. But are you going to lose by a blowout of the week? Who knows? But I think I think his team's going to come back. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We will. We will see. All right. I just really want Bams to beat the Sorcerers. Do what hey, I can. That's your job. You have to maybe. Do that next week. Maybe. Maybe Bams will get blowout of the week against the Sorcerers. Oh my gosh. Probably not. But if you did. So, like, looking at it right now, and I didn't want to say anything on the off chance that he actually listens to this. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Stefan Diggs is on a bye, and Ingram is also on a bye, so he's missing two people off of his squad. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I gave a brief look at my bench, and I don't think I really have that much to add to it. Like why do Tyree you still have Mostert? Why are you dropping people in? Why aren't you dropping the people who are bad performers and picking new people? So last week I had uh, Tyree Kill and Le'Veon Bell on by. Mm-hmm. So I had to pick up some people to, to kind of make that work. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like putting Tyree Kill back in, he's still he like he's supposed to get fifteen, and the guy he would be replacing is supposed to get me like eleven. So that's all so four. I mean, I would drop. I would I would drop Peterson, put Jones in Peterson's spot, and then probably put Landry in the flex and Tyree Kill in WR one or two. Yeah, you've only made seven moves this season. You get, I think it's 25, maybe I upped it to 30 moves. 30. 30. So, yeah, you only use seven. You can you can drop the low performers and bring on new people. I did. There's nobody left. Yeah, there's some, I picked up some tight ends that were putting up way better numbers than either of my tight ends. So I was dropping people and adding new. I'll, I'll do that. I'll continue to. I've only used nine of mine. Because of the sheer number of injuries and COVID uh, outs, the uh, the the bench has been seeing a lot of breakout performers. Like I just picked up who did I pick up yesterday? I picked up Salvan Ahmed, who is now fifty seven percent rostered. He was he was five percent rostered last week. Um, he apparently. He he did eighty four percent of Miami's rushes on the sixteenth. Eighty four percent of their rushes. Then you're just taking shots in the dark at random people on random benches. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that's it, it's other than that. I have to read like the the daily injury report. But that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, no, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the other fantasy football coaches do the work for me. And when I see hot hot ads, I see this guy on there. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll pick you. Let's go. And so now he's he's one of my starting running backs, which is fantastic because the rest of mine are are gone. Gaskin was supposed to be the golden boy before he went on injured reserve because of his knee. Um, like I need a tight end apparently. Ah, uh, yeah. Don't we all? Indeed. I do, but like, I have Goddard, which is whatever, but like, he's projected as many points as like everybody else that's on the, out in the field. You know, there's a few quarterbacks that are uh, left that would, that would do pretty good. Actually, Jameis Winston, the new QB for New Orleans right now, projected to do 36 points. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let it ride with my Lamar Jackson. He'd be doing good for me. Okay. Well, I'm talking, hopefully Zakara picks up a QB because that, that's going to make all the difference. As far as tight ends, not a lot. No. I mean, oh, wait. Logan Thomas for Washington, eight points. That's not bad. Uh, Tyler Higby. Higby, 55% rostered at yeah. six points. That's pretty good. So there's some there's, I mean it's 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 not prime or anything, but it's it's not bottom of the barrel. I mean you could scroll down and start to see bottom of the barrel. Or you just you know <laughs> check the uh, 
check the trends for for uh, people being dropped. Yeah. Here's here's the question for the Sioux. Should I pick up the Cleveland defense since they played the Eagles, and anticipate Carson Wentz throwing like two interceptions? Uh. Yahoo says yes. The, that's like the number three ad right now is adding Cle- Cleveland defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Minnesota D is also really a good choice too. But if you really want to go Cleveland D, yeah. Yeah, I picked them up. Look Suze, at that. gave me the yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> they're literally projected like five hundredths of a point less than the New England <laughs> defense. So mm-hmm. it's like basically nothing, and Carson Wentz is a turnover machine. There you go. There you go. There you go. You made some moves. I'm very happy for you. Oh, thanks. Well, let's go. Oh, make your announcement before we go. Yep. Oh, are we done? Yeah. We are done. Cool. Unless you uh, want to, re- you know, condemn us more about not giving Briscoe shit, but. I mean, I kind of do, and I feel like she deserves it, but at the wow. same time, uh, we'll see how the trash talk goes between uh, Marriage Bowl. Yeah, well, Oz and I will definitely think about what we've done and then not change a thing. That is fair. I already made a change. <laughs> All right, announcement. Okay, uh, right now we are doing a sign-ups for a Secret Santa this year because, well, this year sucks, and Secret Santas are fun. So uh, if you guys are interested, you can jump on the Discord. I believe we're only doing United States and Canada, and it is a just a $25 limit. Um, you said the the end of November was the, the last day for signups for that. Mm-hmm. The 30th. Uh, in addition, if you're just having a well a shitty year like everybody else and just need some help or just a little bit of holiday cheer, we do have a a sign up for people who are in need to to put down their information and we can send them some things. So there is the the mushy announcement. I gotta fill out the rest of my yes, yes, my yes. secret Santa because I need the, more than uh, kitty things. Obviously, the limit is it's twenty five dollars or less. Keep in mind shipping and and everything. Uh, but definitely, if you've been hit by the pandemic, uh, you you know you're not able to to work or you're stuck alone, you can't see family, you're gonna be alone for Christmas. Definitely put your name on there so somebody can send you a gift just as a, a pick me up. Just we have plenty of people in the community that want to do it. I've had lots of people DM me and say, hey, I'm, I'm ready to send a gift to somebody who needs it. So if you're in that situation, please, please put your name down and fill it out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It might be as little as a box of cookies, but you will get something. You'll get something. All right. Okay. Well, if that is everything, mm-hmm. this has been... The week 10 recap, we're looking forward to the week 11 recap, in which I will dig into that one and a half gallon keg of Christmas ale I've got, and we're going to have a great time talking about how badly I lost across Sepia Towns. I just opened my drink. Exactly. (laughs) All right. That all being said, I am Oz Bamps, Jupe. Thank you for joining me this week. Jupe joined every week because she's co-host. (laughs) <laughs> I thought she was just like the the color person where you're like the analyst person. 
Yeah, uh, he's the analyst. He's the brains of the group and the beauty. Hey, I am whoa! Really, just a placeholder. Hold, hold, hold up, <laughs> hold up. What's this? What's this analyzing thing? All I do is I read off points, and then I just I I do the 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 John Madden that was like, well, if they yeah. put this person in, they would have scored more points. And as have you know, watched you football? No. Okay, because that's what happens during football. I'm in ninth place. What the fuck do you mean? Do I watch football? Of course, I don't watch football. You have time to analyze things. You're not winning, so. Yeah, well. (laughs) I'm that like one guy they bring on, just like (laughs) randomly, like, oh, hey, we got this intern that uh, we got to give some screen time to. So. Well, you are also the storyteller of the Vampire the Masquerade game, which is. Now we're going uh, now in in full production. Yeah, now I'm gonna start I'll... editing that this weekend. On uh, uh, probably I'm gonna try seeing how Reaper works. Okay. So so there you have it, folks. We're gonna start having edited episodes of Vampire the Masquerade after the Aliens game is done. Mm-hmm. So you might see Vampire uh, Vampire. Um, you might see a recording before the end of the year. By Christmas. But, it depends we, upon whether or not they've been good. And it also depends on whether or not you guys kill each other in the Aliens game. Oh, I'm ready to kill everybody in the Aliens game. You are absolutely ready to kill everybody in the I'm Aliens game. I'm ready to kill Iona, I tell you. That that guy. That Oof. guy. Well, that well they're not going to hear those recordings for another, like, three weeks, so... Well, everybody will be on my side. He's a slacker, and he should die. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. All right. We are straying way far (laughs) from football. If we need to do an aliens recap, we'll talk. Okay. I mean, I'm down for that. Oh, secondary announcement things. Uh, this weekend will be the release of the the Call of, or maybe not this weekend. Maybe the next Thursday. But Mm -hmm. the release of the Call of Cthulhu retrospective episode is coming up we are recording that friday night so if you are hearing this and have questions about cthulhu uh email them in it without a net pod at gmail.com or hit me on the discord or really like any of the usual ways you get in contact with us i repin the document in uh latest episodes uh today so you can always find it there as well to, to put the link to that in the description of this episode yeah. oh yeah i'll totally get on that <laughs> All right, we gotta go record Vampire. We do. We're gonna go record we Vampire. Off wonderful things, and I want to see what happens. Yes, indeed. So okay. okay. <laughs> uh, everybody, say goodbye to Giark, who is Craig's better, cooler cousin. Bye, Giark, who's the best. The best. best. Bye.